Okay. My uh, my recommendation is that since we're doing Good Morning Greendale Nights. Yes. One of us should say it because when we both tried to say it at the same time, we tried to sound like vampires who don't know how to be sexy <laughs> trying to be sexy. <laughs> so I, I recommend that we, we choose one person to say it this time instead our, of our, us both trying to sound like horny vampires. Our good, our good morning Greendale Knights correspondent. Good evening, Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your evening announcements. Ah, yeah. That was, that was I that feel was, like that was... It was that was recently and it not was, vampire. The important part is not vampire. Important part, not vampire. I do feel like it was a little bit like a jazz radio DJ on his first night on the job. Where sure. he's like, not quite sure he knows what he's doing. Um, anyways, it's, this is another, this is another episode of Good Morning Greendale Nights because, uh, yes, all vampires are horny. That is what Twilight taught me. Um, (laughs) uh, Good Morning Greendale Nights. So again, um, I think, again, I think we can swear this time. I think that's the rules we set for, for Good Morning Greendale Nights. I don't, um, I don't remember rules coming into any of this, but fine. <laughs> uh, so this is our wrap-up episode for season two. Um, and so I think the first order of business uh, is... Uh, Mike is is uh, got to get a good, good shuffle going. It's true. Uh, just like a jazz radio station host that doesn't know what he's doing, it's time for Outsourcing Mike's Bits. That's amazing. <laughs> I, w- I, I want to listen to a jazz station that's like, welcome, <laughs> welcome, cool cats and ladies. It's time for another episode of Outsourcing Mike's Bits. I would, and then yeah, this, the- this fucking music starts up and then uh, everyone turns their radio <laughs> off because they just wanted to hear some Miles Davis. Yeah, they, they were not interested in that good, good shuffle. I am running out of cards on the what the heck deck, and I'm gonna have to start making choices on what to do with with uh, with the other. Do I start mixing them into the what the heck deck, or do I just d- clear? Are we out gonna the have deck? to get a, a canned shuffle sound? Oh no! Like- trust me. Again, I have multiple. Uh, well, I mean, if <laughs> I, you know what I mean. I've got cards to shuffle. Anyway, this one ha- could have some conversation in it. So good job, pod decks. Okay. If you could sing a duet with anyone, who would it be? If you could sing a, a duet with anyone, who would it be? A duet with anyone. Okay. Anyone. Um, so my cop-out answer okay. um, is my girlfriend, Sarah, because... She and I go to karaoke. When when karaoke was a thing you could still go to, mm-hmm. we would go to karaoke and sing duets every now and then. And she doesn't judge me for being only okay at singing, where I feel like anyone that I'm like, here's a famous person, like a, 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 a famous sure. singer that I look up to, and I want to do a duet with them. I will get up there and I'll be like, I, I was trying to think of something to sing. And the only thing I could think of was welcome to the jungle. And I'm like, that's not a duet, but that's fine. <laughs> We're turning into a duet with guns and roses. Um, Like, welcome to the jungle. And then like, they, they would just be like, get out. Like, she doesn't judge me for that because she has to live with me and she loves me and puts up with my shenanigans. So that's my cop-out answer. Failing that, I I like want... the idea of failing that. Like, in case I can't <laughs> sing with my girlfriend. Okay. Not, not, not like... Not in a sense where she is like, no, no more duets. No, no more duets. You need duets. to go find someone famous <laughs> to sing with. Um, 
these karaoke karaoke things are not for us. They're for you and Nat in, King Cole. In the spirit of the the pod deck question. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the pod deck question, which we often are very deferential to. Uh, I would sing with Leslie Odom Jr. We would do yeah. Dear Theodosia, and I would sing the Lin-Manuel Miranda part. Mm-hmm. That's what I often think about, Ben, is that you're very much a Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda type. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I've got the the whole uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, not remotely. Not, I've got not even the, a little bit. I've got the talent. Not remotely. Okay. Um. <laughs> I think Leslie Odom Jr. would be nice enough to not make a big deal right. out of it, though. He'd be like, you did your best, man. Um, that's cool. There would be a good pat on the back. <laughs> uh, Laura in the chat says, I'd sing with Pierce Brosnan because he can't sing. That is a that good is, call. And it doesn't say it has to be a singer. Uh-huh. Good call, uh-huh. Laura. Um, as for me, I think everybody knows who it is. It's uh-huh. Weird Al. Bortles. Oh, yeah. Weird Al. You're right. Yes. That makes <laughs> yes. more sense. F- famed uh, singer Blake Bortles, <laughs> quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh-huh. But w- at one point, the Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. long enough to be a thing on the good place so that I know. It's true. One guy who ever played for Jacksonville. Right. And then now we have a different quarterback that we just drafted in the NFL draft. But that's a different discussion for a different podcast that this is not. I will never remember their name unless The Good Place 2 comes out, Mm -hmm. and then there's someone obsessed with that specific quarterback, whose name I refuse to remember on principle. Should I say it, or should I just let it be? I won't remember it either way. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. Bortles. Fair enough. Um... Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't, I didn't foresee this turning into a Blake Bortles discussion, but here we go. <laughs> I do. I do feel like Weird Al would also be nice enough to be like, "You did your best, man." Like, yeah. You know, he'd he'd be he'd be like, "You got up there. We did a duet." Uh, this is assuming you can breathe long enough to actually sing that a song true. with Weird Al. The because the I hyperventilation will happen before stage. Uh huh. I do feel a little bit like he'd be singing, and then he'd put he'd hold the mic over to you, and you'd be like, <sighs> like just like trying to breathe. Um, S- similar maybe to holding how, a paper bag up to yes. your mouth, just like it's, mm-hmm. it's similar to how on stage uh, he was singing Yoda, and then Lin Manuel Miranda ran out and sang a port part of Yoda, and then ran back off stage. That's what I'm that hoping That sounds for. legit. I do want to point out, we are recording this on May the 4th. So May the Ooh, 4th be with you. I I'm wearing my Yoda. Star Wars shirt and everything. Nice. I bring that I, up because... I am wearing a McElroy shirt. <laughs> I, I bring that up because uh, Facebook reminded me that two years ago today, I would... Uh, uh, two years ago today, uh, I, Sarah and I went to karaoke and I put in for Yoda uh, by Weird Al. Yes, good, great and song so, choice. So the song started up, and one of the bartenders like looked over at me because she was like, "Is he doing the thing, or is he doing Lola?" Like mm-hmm. she, she was, she was very interested. And then the moment the lyrics started, she was like, "Yes, Ben, you rule!" And I was like, "Thank you." Um, so she was, she was very into my. Um, Star Wars Day pick. I mean, uh, it's I a great Yoda. choice f- for uh, Star Wars Day. Almost, mm-hmm. I mean, that or the saga begins. Two very good choices. All right. Uh, yeah, that had that had some actual conversation. Um, so good job. Surprisingly, Pod-Dex. surprisingly less funny when it's actual conversation to be had. Yeah, it's funnier when we're just dunking on pod decks. Uh huh. Um, has anyone this pod deck question has anyone you ever done a duet with bit you um what what kind of question is that pod decks and then first you burn off it you're and send assuming that we did a duet mm-hmm. and then again mm-hmm. th- there's an idea that they bit you too what is uh-huh. this some kind of zombie karaoke actually i should tm that before we do anything more with that zombie Excellent. karaoke sounds awful but amazing we own that now Good morning, Greendale Industries, the creator of zombie karaoke. 
so let's let's get into our episode. We don't really have anything specific. <laughs> let's get into our episode where we ramble for an hour. We don't have anything too specific. We do have some Q and A lined up. Do you want to do the Q and A now, or do you want to do you want to riff for a bit and talk about what's going on with us? I mean, I don't have a strong feeling. I don't know what the numbers of the Qs to A are. All right. Well, so we are gotta, we looking let's, at like two, or are we looking at like ten? Let's let's start with let's start with some Q and A. So, okay. um, if you've got some Q and A in the chat, feel free to ask some Qs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if chat. you want to put some Fs in there for Yahoo Answers, feel free. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rip. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Yahoo Answers. Its um, memory will be a blessing. Mm-hmm. So we have a question from Matt from Communes. Okay. He says, when you go back through your rankings, do you ever think, God, that should have been higher or lower? Not to overly harp on this idea, but I think the most recent episodes have an influence greater than past episodes because of the most recent thing you saw. So there are great episodes all the way through, but we end up undervaluing early episodes because of it. And I wondered if either one of you thought that this was a reasonable way to think about it. Uh, you can completely disagree with me. Uh, I am not the arbiter of what is right or wrong. Um, I'd be surprised if someone emailed and like, I am the arbiter of what's right mm-hmm. and wrong. I mean, how um, many people on the internet think they're the arbiter of anything is a lot. It's too many. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and with one exception, throw away those cards, plan on Frasier afterwards. And again, throw away those cards. Love the show. Love every bit of it. <laughs> uh so thanks so what, Matt. What, should, who should, what, what should i start with <laughs> i mean i bought the cards we're gonna throw them away one at a time thank you one, one at a time uh-huh we're just gonna read them all first yes um regarding i mean like we we all know that that's uh you know there's biases to what you just saw i think you're you're totally right on that uh but i don't first off i never go back through my my rankings i uh mm-hmm. i say them and then somebody else hears them and that's that they're they're gone uh for me but i do think that you know we went through this with futurama too of like you know we have very specific episodes and seasons and parts of seasons that we really like and then there are episodes and seasons that we don't like and we kind of you know it's hard to find them like with most things uh statistically they're probably going to be bell curves um grades probably should be because you know not everything should be an a not everything should be an f Mm -hmm. and i i think that due to the biases of how we're kind of running through this at least for us i think right now we're very very heavily weighted towards a and b's i don't know if we've even given many c's or certainly not d's or f's because hey i mean also seasons one and two of community are great like oh, absolutely. On balance, so that there's very few F's and D's in there. But I think as we see, keep going, I think the biases towards what we have seen before might fade away because uh, I, I don't know about Ben, but I haven't seen a lot of some of the later seasons and it was all sporadic for me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I think there's certainly biases to what you've seen recently, but I think there's also biases to what you know, what we really like, I watched seasons one through three, basically on a loop at work, um, at my first job. And I love those seasons. And then, <laughs> you know, four through six are a little bit less known by me. So I know I, I, at least for one through three, I love, I, I love those seasons. And that kind of is a bias in my grades, but at the same time, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think that like, historical bias for me is a little bit stronger than the recency bias um i think for me because i i think this is a thing that we really experienced when we talked about futurama right because we um i mean futurama and community both kind of suffer from the same thing where like it had some seasons that were really good and then network drama happened mm-hmm. and then seasons that i'm not gonna say are bad but they are notably different mm-hmm. um and so especially if you know like with futurama uh i saw you know the first four seasons a million times and then everything else a few times right um 
so I, I definitely get what you're saying with that. But I mean, also, I think one of the things is, is that um, in doing a rewatch podcast and doing grades for the rewatch podcast, um, it is a very, I, I think there are, there are a couple of different ways one can grade an episode, right? So if you if you look through uh, episode descriptions, like if you look up episodes on Wikipedia, for example, it will usually list like what critics of the time thought. So like right. it aired last night. Uh, Joey Jojo Shabadoo of the AV Club says last night's episode of Community was a B plus. Um, they have no idea what's coming next. All they have is previous episodes of Community and what they saw last night and a deadline to write what they thought about it. And so Fortunately for us, we have no deadline. <laughs> so there's there's that view of it. There is sort of a uh sort of what we are doing, which is like, okay, we've seen the whole thing. We know what's coming next, so we can do our best to grade every single episode compared to all other episodes, which I'd argue we don't even really do because if we did, it would be more of a bell curve. (laughs) Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, it would be way Um, more of a bell curve. But, you know, we, we know, we know what's coming. We know like judging season one of community versus season two and three, where like the weirdest community got in season one was toward the very end with modern warfare. And then season two just has these, you know, really out there sort of things. And then season three is going to continue that spoilers, I guess. Um, (laughs) For, for those of us that, for those of you that are, are watching each episode as it comes, yes, spoilers, but probably not a ton. um, So yeah, you know, we, we are taking one kind of, chunk at a time trying to isolate it from from the rest of the show and then talking about it literally an hour after we've watched it right and then you've got kind of the idea of like you know making like a tier list of episodes where you are sort of you know in one moment getting all episodes together and ranking them according to which ones you think are best and every one of those has their own kind of pitfalls, right? Because, um, and I've talked about this before, um, but like when you're doing it one episode at a time, you know, if you have a bad day and you're like, well, this episode isn't the best, you're going to be like, oh, it's a C, you right. know? And if you're having a great day and you're like, well, you know, it's maybe not one of the best episodes, but I sure laughed. I'm gave it a B plus. Like it can it can vary a lot just in that one moment. Sure. Um, I was talking to somebody about this on Twitter once, and I was like, honestly, knowing what I know now, it way back when we started the Futurama podcast, I would probably not grade individual episodes. Like yeah, I probably agree with that. I would go back and and not do. I mean, it's part of our whole whole stick shtick now so you know i i suspect we'll keep doing that at least through the end of this podcast but Mm -hmm. i would probably not even do that because like you know like i famously gave a flight to remember uh the episode of futurama a d and i don't really think it deserves that i'd say maybe a c but in that moment i was just like i'm not feeling it you know i maybe i had a stressful day at work and whatever and i gave it a d but if I'm sitting down and I'm making a whole tier list, I'm not putting that at D tier. It's it's a solid C tier, right. you know? So, yeah, I mean, I I think regardless of how you grade an episode, it's going to have its own pitfalls. And I think one of the problems with doing it the way that we are doing it now is you do have those moments where you're like, oh, man, like, I gave that, you know, this good of a grade or that bad of a grade, and I don't, you know, I don't lose any sleep over it, but it is kind of like, it, it's very, I mean, it's a subjective thing already, but it's a, it's an even more subjective thing to that moment. Sure. And also important to note that it's to these, these two people uh, who we call ourselves dinguses uh, reviewing a show that's off the air. 
So right, <laughs> it's it's um, good to keep that context as well. Of like, oh, this really kind of doesn't matter what I say here. Um, it, it like it's a good episode, great. Um, right, I do think that, and not to like legislate the podcast on the podcast, <laughs> but I do think that at least grades gives you a um a narrowing point when you're talking about an overall thought of an episode, and I mm-hmm. know that. You know, I, I, in, er, especially early on in some of the early Futuramas, I was like, I don't know. I had fun. It was, it was, I laughed. It was, you know, and I didn't have like a cogent, like real deep thought about the conclusion of the summary of what I felt about an episode. I, I hope I've gotten better at that as we've gone through. <laughs> I don't know if I have, but it's also mm-hmm. nice to be like, okay, so I like this episode. There are these things. I'll give it a B. But, you know, like being able to kind of narrow down at that point is useful instead of just being like, I mean, I don't know. It's a good episode. It had some right. great performances, you know, like and then, you know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of places like give number grades and things like that um, kind of as a shorthand. And I think that shorthand can be useful of like, you know, like a B is something I kind of enjoyed, but it wasn't my favorite. Or a C was it was fine, like that yeah. that kind of thing. I think is a really useful point of of kind of yeah, just kind of like narrowing the thought down on it. And maybe that's not something we have to do uh, with our next show or whatever we end up doing after that of uh, doing grades or not doing grades or doing like a final thoughts. Um, but you know, right. I think it's a no, it's I an think, interesting thought. I think having a a sort of uh conclusion um like here's here's kind of what i think about it i think grades helps facilitate that um but yeah i don't know that i would um if i if i could do it all again i probably would not actually grade anything um like in, at least not in a quantifiable way i would i would be like yeah i like this episode or here's why i don't or you know but I wouldn't attribute a score to it necessarily. Gotcha. So, so you'd you'd go for more Kotaku than say uh games radar. Sure. Let's go with the, that. Kotaku doesn't put a number on their re- video game reviews. Uh so they're okay. not on Metacritic. Uh we have a question from Cool. Just no <laughs> no interaction with what I said at all. I, I have I have nothing to add about Kot- Kotaku, so um Fair. Okay. Uh let's what go. Do you, what do you want him to say? I I too enjoy I f- video. I find games. that an interesting comparison. Thank you, Mike. Anyway, co- hit me with a cue. I find that comparison to be a comparison. So I don't know um, if there is uh, uh, Ben in the chat ask if there is a repository for grades. Somebody did go back through and and uh, uh, do it all for for uh, Back yeah. to the Futurama. Uh, I don't know if anyone's doing that for this one. But I think it it's one thing to note: neither of us will be doing that. Oh yeah, I have no interest in that. Uh, we have a we have a question from Buggy who says. Uh, while Greendale was always a little on the weird side, Community starts pretty down to earth and similar to other sitcoms, especially the other NBC lineup, uh, before going heavy on the experimental episode and pastiches. Do you think Community would have ended up being more or less popular had it remained more normal? Is it ex- is its experimentation its special sauce or the thing that did it in? That's a good question. Um, I personally think that while some of the down to earth stuff is good, I think when it realizes that it should be weird and kind of moves into it, like if, if it's just kind of a normal sitcom about a community college, I think you've limited your audience pretty hard in the, the years that it was out. But if you start making it weird, you kind of build yourself that cult audience that communities community has. And I think, you know, without that weirdness, without, say, going into the Chicken Finger Mafia or going into the KFC space, things like that, if it didn't do that, I don't think people would have I don't I don't know if it would have held on as long as it would have. 
um, mm-hmm. let alone have people, you know, making review uh, rewatch podcasts and podcasts off of those rewatch podcasts. Like, you know, I don't think there's the community community without community being kind of taking that left turn into, you know, we're, we're just going to do a my dinner with Andre episode. That's just what we're going to do. I think, I think that, uh, season one of community shows that it is, uh, fairly able to stand on its own two feet when it is, you know, still pretty grounded in reality. Right. I mean, we don't get a, any sort of true heavy pastiches until, um, uh, the chicken finger episode that is pretty tame compared to most of the other pastiches. I mean, even like early season two, you get basic rocket science, which is just immediately just, you know, off the rails. I think it still could have been a good show. I think that the landscape of television at the time required it to get weird though, because in you know, throughout the 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 aughts, you're you're moving away from you know uh, laugh track, um, multicam uh, shows that are you know very formulaic, very uh, very safe. They're home your home improvements, your Frasers, your um, they're calling you know, again. They're calling again. Uh, you're moving away from that with things like Arrested Development, which are getting. You know, more meta, more weird. Um, Arrested Development has a lot of absurdist things without being super absurd, right? right. I mean, the the freaking stair car, you know, like... You're going to get some hop-ons. That, you're going to get some hop-ons. That repeated motif of the stair car is... It's absurd, right? Right. There's There's a lot of very absurd things about it. And you're sort of moving away from that, and but meanwhile, The Office is one of the biggest shows of all time at the at the time. Um, so you've got that mockumentary format kind of happening, and then Parks and Rec trying to riff off of that. And I think a lot of things were moving in a lot of different directions. And I think the way to stand out in that time period is to do what Community did, where you are constantly being meta and then you you do these huge genre uh, pastiches you do just wild things um that you know go go all over the rails and then so that way you know i i especially i think one of the things that uh keeps coming back for me every time i do a rewatch is community seasons have kind of a weird ebb and flow where like you get a bunch of more normal episodes in a row and I'm, I'm always kind of like, well, you know, it's pretty good. And then you get one of the real groundbreaking ones. You get one of the paintball episodes you get in God in season. Every time I do, and, and I'm jumping ahead here, but in season three, every time we get to uh, pillows and blankets, uh, pillows and blankets, I, I get like a, a bit of a lull before that where I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it's good, but like, I'm just a little less excited to watch it. And then I get to that episode. I'm like, I'm back in. This is, this is glorious. This is amazing. No one else is doing this. It's so good. Uh, so I think, I think those real heavy pastiches keep the energy in it. And again, like I said, I think, I think it keeps it really unique while everyone's kind of trying to find themselves uh, as, right. as TV shows. Um, so that's, that's my take on it. So, and, and kind of knowing Dan Harmon, I don't think there was ever going to be the, the chance for it to stay quote unquote normal. Um, <laughs> right. I don't think that he pitched the show the way he did without it being like, okay, we're going to do some of the weird stuff that, that I'm, you know, he did, uh, what's his, uh, the thing he did with Jack Black on channel 101, it was like something in Jack. Um, he did some like really bizarro stuff, and I really think that there is no community if it's not going to be building up for some of these weird, you know, pastiches, meta converse. I mean, he, he Abed was meta from day one, mm-hmm. um, so I think that was always the the kind of way to build into it. So I 
I, 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 not to reject the question out of hand, but I do think that I don't, I don't think it would have been as successful unless you drop it in a different era. Mm-hmm. It, 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 if if you remove all the pastiches where it really takes a swing, if you drop it in the home improvement era, it would be great. But I don't. I I th- you're absolutely right. In the time frame it was, it had to do those big swings to stay relevant, even mm-hmm. or like just be interesting in some way, other than just like riffing on tropes is all fine and good. But when you really slam dunk a KFC space story <laughs> you gotta slam that dunk donna in the chat says uh, i watched the pilot when it aired and decided not to watch again because it seemed boring wish i would have given it a few more tries because i definitely missed out yeah, and I, can yeah see that. I mean you know um i i do think that um i mean hell the first episode i watched was the D episode the second episode i watched was remedial chaos theory <laughs> which so, we haven't figured out how to do on a podcast yet you know it's it's so I watched some very big thematic episodes and then went back and watched season one and like I knew where it was going, but it's like, yeah, it starts out really tame. And so right. it's it's just another, you know, it's it's not that it's bad, but it is kind of just another sitcom in, in season one, right? Right. <laughs> How many times are we going to hear pastiche tonight? Um do not take every, shots every time you hear the word pastiche because you will pass out. I do not want that on my on me. Oh, uh, Buggy also did have another email that was not really a question, but I'm going to read it anyways. Um, uh, not a question, but since Mike hasn't seen season six yet, I'm very excited for him and Ben, if he doesn't remember, to discover what the words that follow I'm as high as hell and you're about to get shot are. That's all he said. Um, so there you go. Interesting. Um, uh, we do have another question in the chat from Matt. Uh, what is an individual moment or reference in the first two seasons that you would have liked to see developed into a full episode? Oh, that's going to be a hard one to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've I mean, got that, something, go for it. No, I mean, that's that's tough because I'm like, the thing that I want to see a full episode of is... A fistful of paintballs, which I got. It's a full episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I mean, you know, with the uh, the clip show that's not a clip show holds a lot of really important, like, you know, like I would kind of love to see uh, Troy popping the back of the raft to make it go faster. Some of the stuff around the Wild Wild West uh, guy who shoots at, at Troy, like the... the there's a lot of different stories within that that are referenced that you don't get a lot of. And maybe, I mean, I know that's the point of it, but some of those could be good episodes. And in fact, I think they even recycled the Glee Club one uh, for season three. Uh-huh. Um, so I think even though those references exist, that coming into the, you know, they kind of recycle some of those because they are kind of good ideas. So I just want more um, kick puncher, honestly. I I mostly uh I mostly I just want more Leonard. I always think of him as a a like this big uh this huge presence. Uh and so far like I maybe maybe I'm just like remembering more of him from like season 3, but I I always envision him as this like huge presence and we actually don't get a ton of Leonard in the first two seasons. We don't even get his uh food review yet, which uh-huh. is so good. Um, I also, yeah, you're right. Like, I think the one that I really sticks out to me is the, the food, uh, uh, that, and then uh, the one time he was really Leonard, at least in my opinion, is when he was in the pool naked and busted mm-hmm. and c- continued swimming. And I think that's, uh, that's really interesting that it doesn't focus on him a lot more. And I, I know that they're, you know, we, we don't have a lot of Garrett either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I, I think once it starts really kind of, and, I, and they do this in season two to an extent, but in somewhat in season three, where they start fleshing out the people on, uh, on K- Greendale campus that aren't the study group and that aren't the teacher that they're dealing with and the Dean, once they're starting to kind of build everybody around, I think that's when, when, when the world really feels more lived in, mm-hmm. um, James in the chat. Uh, says which minor character would have been the best spinoff? Uh, 
so we were talking about Leonard when he asked that. So my first impulse was Leonard, but I'm like, nah, no, no, no. I think we can do wild. better. Um, my second impulse is Rich because he's got some good. real messed up backstory. It's true. Um, he would be a good protagonist too. My my third impulse though, and I think this is what I'm going to go with, Starburns, because oh. you could do an entire Breaking Bad. Oh, pastiche there uh, is. with with starburns um i mean he's already got like heisenberg had an iconic hat starburns already got it um you, you, you could have a vest very uh-huh, important he's, you've he's probably got an rv that he makes a bunch of drugs in like you know oh, he absolutely you, could, has you that. could really do just a whole breaking bad thing except it's not about uh it's not about helping to cure his cancer it's about him just not wanting a job and so he makes drugs and honestly i feel like he enjoys it and he enjoys it and you know i think um i think you could do a whole sort of breaking bad thing with him i don't know if you could get five seasons out of it like breaking bad did i think it's maybe like a one and done season yeah it does feel like a Um, one and done but you know, and and you could call it "My name is Alex" because he says that a lot. But then Ooh. everyone calls him Starburns. Say my name, Alex. You're goddamn right. I my name is Alex. The Starburns story. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's good. I think if you really wanted to, and you wanted to kind of keep it within the. Um, the Greendale world. And I know that that Starburns is it within that. I think you could do a thing. And, and I know what I'm about to say is going to be very controversial. Okay. To you pretty much. And everybody okay. else, they could do a thing that scrubs did, but do it better and have the main character be the Dean. And then you cycle in some new characters into the Dean's universe at Greendale. Okay. Um, that that's that's, that's gonna be idea. tough. It's it's gonna be tough because Scrubs did not do it well. Right. the The whole premise is <laughs> about doing it better than Scrubs did. Uh huh. Um, I mean, I do love Jim Rash, and so I do kind of want to see more of him just in general. So, right. but without him like bouncing off of Jeff, what is there to his character other than Dalmatians? Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of part of the problem here. You have to flesh him out as as a protagonist. Okay. Uh, at this point, I'll just remind the listeners that Mike has not yet seen season six. So. Oh dang it. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Let's see. We uh we have a question from Matt. What is your take on whether or not Rich was the cause of those fingers they found in the river? I'm gonna go. 100% yes. See, I'm going to go with no. Oh, okay. Rich Rich feels like lawful. He certainly feels lawful. Whether or not he's good or neutral is kind of your perspective. I don't think somebody that's lawful will go chop off fingers and then put them in the river to be retrieved. I I feel like he's got a real Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing going Ooh, on. Oh, okay. So he he probably chopped those fingers off in some sort of fugue state. And so when he finds them in the river the next day with Annie, uh, he's like this. He he gets like a weird sense of deja vu about it, but he can't quite place what it is. That's my that's my actually that'd be a good spinoff. I do. I take it back. <laughs> I do want a spinoff of Rich where he is a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because mm-hmm. originally I was thinking kind of like a Dexter thing. I don't want that anymore. I want. <laughs> I want Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. He's already a doctor. Doc Pottery, Doc Pottery Wood and Mr. Rich. Rich. Because <laughs> I was going to go with Rich and Doc, uh, and Doc Pottery Wood. But yes, I think I, I that I would watch. I'd watch that. Um, right. I know, I'd watch I, the hell out of that. I also know we haven't gotten to him. And I know that I'm basically going back to the previous discussion. But Todd... I think could be also a very good uh, character for a show, but I, we, uh, we have not met him. I don't believe. I don't remember. Him. Um, he shows uh, yeah, up I don't, three, right? I, he's in season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think he, I think he's, he's fantastic. 
Um, cool. Do we have any other questions in the chat? Um, I, I, I do want to. I'll give it a moment because we it's such a delay on the chat. Right. Um, I do. I do want to address a question that came to us through the League of Jeremy's Facebook. Uh, oh, okay. I missed that one. Uh, it's it's one on a previous discussion. Um, under our a, a few paintballs more discussion post. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash, Ashley's asked for outsourcing Mike's bits. Has Mike thought about doing a second card pull? If the first one isn't really a good one, gamble by pulling a second one. But you have to use a second card no matter what. That that might be interesting. I had never thought about doing anything <laughs> more than what I've done on the camera, and to the to the point where you even answered. Uh, I didn't even realize that that was a possibility. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's your bit. I don't. I never even contemplated doing it different because <laughs> I expected this bit to last three cards, and then you to be like, "I hate this. I can't believe I did right. this." But I also didn't know that you bought like fourteen hundred decks at the time. I will time, also so. say, well, I I I ran out of questions to ask you at the beginning of the show because I was pulling them from the episode of Futurama and Community, and then mm-hmm. they kind of went off to Wild Town. So I can't really ask when was the last time you were went to space in a KFC rocket. Um, so I figured I'd outsource, like, legitimately outsource the questions which i did mm-hmm. um and i was going to use them until uh the i i got kind of got the excitement back of figuring out a question to ask you and obviously we're still using the pod decks uh-huh because i'm um, an empty brain no thought uh-huh laura in the chat has a question uh she asks pop pop to which i answer with pop 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 up <laughs> question answered excellent Uh uh-huh um wouldn't it be wild if you pulled a pod deck and it was just like pop pop and then i think then pod decks is aware uh uh, self-aware and then we have to worry about pod decks taking over the world uh, Mm -hmm. in an irobot situation Mm -hmm. again i've not seen that movie do we have any other any other questions um if not we can move on to i mean i have nothing else i could i could talk about fraser our next next segment where we just ramble on for 10 more minutes i could talk all about fraser again um what if i just google fraser what's what's in the news for fraser crane i don't i don't think so i i typed in fraser um and uh i typed news and the top result is four weeks ago from buzzfeed 21 reasons why fraser is the greatest sitcom of all time Um, wow that uh, wow let's see uh one there are lots of shows about hot singles in the big city but how many shows focus on a crotchety old man and his two adult sons maybe there's a reason for that um right that's not (laughs) really a reason so here's um, here's my favorite i did the same search um mm-hmm. on DuckDuckGo, and i do want to point out that i got to a yahoo sports article okay how, how did fraser report his apartment uh-huh. sports yeah why not <laughs> Ooh, num- number i mean six. we've got the seattle has the kraken now why not fraser Number six, the Crane brothers are both psychiatrists, so understanding their zingers will make you feel smart. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> this BuzzFeed list is not this BuzzFeed list. This BuzzFeed list is the quality of a BuzzFeed list. <laughs> Don't sue us, BuzzFeed, please. Thank you. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this, but I do want to point out numbers eight and nine. Um, <laughs> but, but I want to drop this, but before I do, here's some more Frasier. No, you're going to, you're going to hear eight and nine. And then you're going to be like, this is why Ben is dropping this whole bit. <laughs> Number eight, Daphne and Niles have one of the best. Will they, won't they dynamics on TV. And then number okay. nine is this is supposed to be a point as to why Frasier is worth streaming. Sure. Why it's the best TV show of all time. Number nine, dot, dot, dot. If you disregard some of the questionable behavior and occasional hair sniffing from Niles. What? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, that's. What? That's not a, that's that's not not a, a pro here. 
that's not a good list. That is um, a caveat. It is not a pro. Oh, Laura asks, what are you excited about next season? Um, is it this Todd I keep hearing about? Because I mean, Todd I is like being Todd. brought up a lot in the chat. Todd, so, Todd, Todd, Todd. Season three is, uh, so I, I won't, I, I, will, I will try to give my answer without spoiling anything. Season three has the joke that got me to actually watch Community, um, which I will not be able to discuss until it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it certainly swings bigger and harder than Community ever has before. Yeah, I'm looking even, at the... Even the... more than A Fistful of Paintballs. Um, like... It goes places. Yeah, I'm looking at the 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 list of the community episodes for season three. I'm like, banger, 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 banger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I mean, remedial chaos theory in and of itself right. is an iconic episode. I don't even know how we're going to discuss that episode. It's going to be wild. I mean, at one point, we discussed like splitting up to multiple episodes, which we might still do. I think that still um, might be a good idea. I mean, I've already mentioned it, but uh, uh, Pillows and Blankets is a top three episode for me. Every season further into the series, we get more and more of Dean Pelton. Yes. Which I love um, because in season one, he was just kind of there. And in season two, he kind of slowly starts becoming more of a thing. And then every subsequent season is more Dean and Jim Rash continues to be great, and Dean Pelton continues to be a great character. Um, so I'm looking forward to more Dean, for sure. Uh, this season, I believe, has the first time of uh, Kiss of a Rose. Mm-hmm. Which is which is such a yep. tremendous yeah, that, scene. Yep, that's uh, <laughs> we've got a story about that, so that's fun. Yes. Um, but like it's it's got such great episodes. I, I there there are even jokes in the titles uh that I really enjoy. Like digital exploration of interior design is is a joke that I adore. It's hilarious to me. Um, mm-hmm. um I finally finally just this year, because I follow so many other community podcasters, finally got the joke but behind the title for basic uh lupine Mm -hmm. urology yep um that's good um i had never gotten that joke before and then someone had to explain it to me and i'm like oh shit that that rules oh my god uh because it is a uh spoilers i guess it is a law and order episode uh and law and order famously had executive producer dick wolf Mm -hmm. so lupine urology dick wolf there you go so good like they're just they're so good um yeah i'm i think that's i i even the smaller ones in this episode or in the season are swings is the best part is that you know like even when it's doing something smaller like um i i won't i won't reference it but even when it does something smaller it feels like still swinging for something which i think Mm -hmm. is really fun um so yeah, I'm, I I think I think season three is probably the strongest season of Community, um, put all together, and it's got some really fantastic guest stars. Not not that season two didn't with Betty White, but you know, like you, do you want me to? Should I spoil it? Because I mean, we've got John New Goodman, we've got Michael K. Williams, we've got Rob Corddry coming back, like we've got John Hodgman, like it's it's all fantastic. It's very good. Let's see. Well, we are we are coming up just about on an hour. So, uh, do you have do, what what's going on with you, Mike? Lately, uh, Mike. Lately, that, that I I feel like I just called you Mike lately. Um, <laughs> Mike lately is my father. <laughs> Call me Mister Lately. <laughs> Wait, that's not how that joke works. Don't care. Made it anyway. <laughs> uh, things are good. <laughs> I don't. I I have. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, 
you you're you're giving me a question that's so open ended. I don't know how to close the box. I I will say while you contemplate the question that I ask you on the Mike Lake Mike lately front, uh, I was getting some, so I I got my second shot along with friend of the podcast Tema. Uh, our uh, we happened to get it the same day, so I I drove us and on the way back we got some Taco Bell. We're in a different part of town, so I looked up directions and my freaking phone uh when we got to taco bell instead of saying you have arrived at taco bell it said you have arrived comma taco bell so it was like you have arrived taco bell and i was like am i taco bell mr bell you have arrived is taco bell in inside me all along am i is taco bell the friends we made along the way i I hope taco bell hasn't been inside you all along that's a long time for taco bell to be within you Anyways, I'm Taco Bell now. Um, so, <laughs> anyways, uh, no that the Mike lately thing made me think about that. It was I just a, totally it was a funny what... thing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, is anything anything cool happening with you? How's the sports going? How's sports are good? How's punching tigers or whatever game you're playing? Oh yeah, Yakuza. I finished. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I finished Yakuza 4, I think I mentioned, and I'm mm-hmm. on to Yakuza 5. And boy, howdy, this time, Kurt Kiryu just wants to be a taxi driver in a different city. And you know what finds him? The Yakuza. He's brought into what? it yet again. He keeps trying to get out, and they keep pulling him back in. Legitimately. Like, he is running an orphanage, and then the Yakuza comes in and is like, we need you to help us with the Yakuza. And he's like oh fine and then helps and punches a lot of people and then goes back to the orphanage to help the orphans he's he's got his own code okay well you know um like you were talking about lawful people you know you got your own code you you punch yakuza guys Boy, and he's you, got a lot of punching though there's a lot of punching you take you take care of um you take care of uh orphans Mm-hmm. You know, classic, like, if I was running a, a D&D game and a paladin was like, I'm going to go punch bad guys and then take care of orphanages, orphans at an orphanage, mm-hmm. uh, I would, um, I'd be like, that's not a real great build because paladins aren't uh, uh, good with uh, unarmed attacks. But, you know, you do you. That's other- otherwise a solid concept. So... I do like to think of uh, Kiryu as a paladin. He's a very classic paladin. He's a punch uh, paladin. He's a punch paladin. And now I get to do taxi missions, which is... But my favorite part of Yakuza 5 is these taxi missions where you're like, now you have to follow the rules of the road. So you're driving. <laughs> and if you drive too fast, too quickly, they're like, oh boy, you can't have that sudden acceleration. And if you... Now, remember, if you forget to put on the blinker, it will cost you points. You have to put on the blinker before you turn. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, You say I'm just, I'm basically just playing driving the game Mm -hmm. when I could go drive myself somewhere else. That being said, I am driving a lot in Yakuza and it's great. Is it, is the controls, uh, are, are the controls actually like good enough to allow you to follow the rules of the road? Because Mostly. I got to say, I've, I've tried being like, I'm going to be a good driver in Grand Theft Auto. And it's like, the controls were not built for this. You hit the button, you hit, you hit the button for the gas. And it's just like zero to 60 on a, a street in front of a school. The cops are already after you. And I'm like, Cool. All right. The the mechanics are pretty good f- to allow you to, like it it has designated buttons to f- to use the blinkers, which is important. Okay. Okay. Um uh the thing that I have found most frustrating is that if somebody uh so so you do have to stop at stop signs and you can have random pedestrians run across your way. Um if they're starting to run across the way, if they run into the side of your car because they've decided to continue running when you could stop when 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 you're driving and they're like, I gotta get there. Ah you get penalized for that. They ran into the side of your car <laughs> and I am just trying to get my job done and drive this person who needs to poop 
Legitimately, that is somebody that you have to pick up. You have to pick up because they have to poop. They have to poop at their work. And you're stopping me from getting this guy pooping. I just want, and I'm the one. I'm I'm the asshole here. Fine. Uh Fine. Yes, and I to answer the the question in the chat, I am an Xbox boy. I have an Xbox Series X, and I have Xbox Game Pass, which is why I'm playing all of the Yakuza games. Um, so I started a Breath of the Wild uh, playthrough again because it's very good, Excellent. and I like just running around and doing stuff. Who doesn't? Um, but then new Pokemon Snap came out, and oh, so I got that, and uh, I I played a little bit of it. Um, and, uh, that's about, that's about all for that. Um, cause, um, I've been busy with house stuff, uh, mostly. That's fair. So, you know, so that's cool. I, I, I will say that I am very excited for a, a switch game coming. I believe next month, Mario golf is back. Oh, snap. I do love me some sports games. Mostly, so I've I haven't really been playing uh, a ton of video games. I'm currently I'm low key trying to get a uh, PlayStation Five, but it turns out that uh, it is literally impossible. I did yeah. tweet literally way back in like January. I was like, "Poll, what am I going to be able to get first? A PlayStation Five or the vaccine?" And more people voted for. A PlayStation Five, which is not really the one I, I wanted the vaccine before. Sure, like first, like if I have to get one of those things, I want the vaccine. And so everyone was wrong because I did get the vaccine first. But I'm just like it just shows how hard it is to get a freaking PlayStation Five. That's true. I don't think a lot of people realize that there was going to be a giant chip shortage throughout the world, though, um, because of the COVID. So you know, I think mm-hmm. I think there was. <laughs> some stuff that we just didn't really anticipate um so yeah mostly i'm like i'm like i don't really want to don't really want to buy any new like switch games because i want to save that money for like a playstation 5 and some games for it and then um a, a friend of mine tweeted at me like hey they're doing um they're they're doing direct sales from sony you can get in the the queue and by the time they tweeted at me and i did that I was in the queue for five minutes and like, we're sold out for the day. And so that's cool. But I'm like, that's fine. I'm going to be so busy with moving anyways. I don't need it right now. At some point, you'll just be able to walk into a Best Buy. First off, the idea of walking into a place of business sounds amazing. Uh, Second, you'll walk into a Best Buy. I'm totally vaccinated. My vaccine kicked in today. I got it two (laughs) weeks. I got my second one two weeks ago. So I can walk into anywhere and feel relatively safe about my decision to do so. And the 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 doorknobs that have not been licked yet will be licked by Ben. Uh-huh. Yeah, I keep using I can go lick doorknobs as my example, which I'm not going to do because that sounds gross for a lot of reasons. Oh, really? The turnabout... <laughs> The the turn. Yeah, I was all I was all. Let's talk. Let's talk about me licking doorknobs before um, before I got the vaccine. Hyping up at my post vaccine doorknob licking, so and then I finally get for it. All that doorknob and I'm just licking. like, you know, you know, I don't think I'm gonna lick, lick those doorknobs. You, you you think you know a person, and then they get a vaccine, and they're like, nope, I'm not gonna lick any more doorknobs. It's like mm-hmm. it's it. Who can you trust? Certainly not me. Certainly not Ben. Who am I going to go on this Portland tour of doorknobs to lick now? Uh-huh. Uh, Donna says doorknobs and batteries. Um, so I can finally, I can lick a battery and then we can revisit that question. And I'll be like, yes, I have now. <laughs> I have licked I'm, the battery. We will never revisit that question. That I have literally thrown that card away. Excellent. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all I've got going on with me. It's mostly house shenanigans, um, and a little bit of Pokemon snap and, uh, eating my feelings. Oh, that's a given (laughs) for most of us. I would say, um, I, I, I am going, uh, my vaccine efficacy, uh, really hundred percent kicks in on Sunday. Um, two weeks from my last dose, so I'm very excited for that. 
Um, and I am actually going to do the thing that I, I'm not going to lick some doorknobs, but I'm going to do something <laughs> just as risky. I'm going to get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think we've mentioned this, but I'm going to be. We, yes, we have, uh, because that's, that is why we're, we're going on a bit of a hiatus after this episode, because, um, I'm basically using the next two months to move and you're going to travel to see some family, which is going to be good. And, um, during that time, we, we won't have time to talk about community, unfortunately. So we won't, we won't, we will probably still talk in textual form about community on Twitter or in discord or something, but we won't be able to record these podcasts. Uh, but we will, well, before you know it, we'll be back bothering you. <laughs> our wonderful <laughs> listeners. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I don't think I've got, Oh, I do actually have, uh, one other thing to note. Uh, we do have a new Patreon, uh, subscriber who is actually Woo. in the chat today. James Beery, who, uh pledged right after we recorded our last episode um so i didn't have time to mention him in um in uh the episode last week uh so thank you for uh pledging to our patreon and joining us for the live chat this was of course our live episode for five dollar plus patreon patrons um and so we were joined by uh, a lot of people today. We've got uh, James and Ben and Donna and Laura and Matt. Um, so thank you all for joining us. The, it, we, we are starting to build uh, an audience for these live shows, <laughs> which is amazing and terrifying at the same time. Uh, thank you uh, if you are in the, sh- in the live uh, audience. Uh, but thank you uh, just to come to the end of these as we often kind of uh get to these uh you listen to us and hopefully it puts at least one smile on your face will i understand if it did not but you know we're we're trying um and uh we we love the fact that you came to the end of these and we we love you very much so i hope everything is going well so yeah that is going to do it for us this week unless you have anything else you would like to talk about punching tigers driving poopers in cabs sometimes you gotta just drive some poopers in cabs that that sounds like a euphemism for something but i don't know what and i don't, don't want to know what i want to find out um i don't want to i don't even want to think about it any longer uh-huh um yeah so i think that'll do it for us this week uh thanks for listening as always um we'll be back in uh july um and once i'm recording from a house and mike has returned from his trip home and um yeah it's it's gonna be a a quick two months and we'll be back in your feed before you know it so right you you will miss us and then we will be back and everything will be great you'll be like ah man we miss we miss them so much and then we'll be back and mike's gonna draw the pod decks card and then you're gonna be like ugh, why 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 i did i i didn't miss this <laughs> the the card is tell me about your most awkward interpersonal react uh situation it's like no that's what keeps me up at night i have anxiety uh-huh. card tell me about the stupid thing you did in 2002 that keeps you up at night and be like how did you know about that pod decks <laughs> um Anyways, in the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do that several ways. Uh, we'll still be around on Twitter, uh, which you can uh, find us at Good Greendale. Um, you can find a contact form at goodmorninggreendale.com. We mentioned Patreon. That is patreon.com slash back to Futurama. And yeah, we'll be back in july let us know on twitter if you want any uh good podcast recommendations to fill that void we have left in your life because we listen to a lot of podcasts so many podcasts um my recommendation is uh you're wrong about just did a very good episode on uh the chicks the band formerly known as the dixie chicks um very good episode uh that is my recommendation for you to go listen to I don't think I have a recommendation off the top of my head. I'm looking, I'm staring at my list of uh, podcasts and being like, what can I recommend this time? Go listen to Ben's Ring My Bell if you haven't already. 
There we go. I'm going to hopefully try to get one of those out because it is National Masturbation Month. It's um, true. And so I'm going to try to to get Me? one of those out this month, even while moving. But I have no, I don't uh, promise anything. Laura has a great suggestion of Finish It. Uh, Finish It is a wonderful podcast. Uh, please, please go be a user of Finish It. It's so good, you guys. This the the songs on that show are so great that they make the songs that we made for the fi- finale. Well, mine in particular just look like absolute. We can curse on this one. Yep, dog shit. There it is. Um, all right. Well, that will do it uh, for us this week. Go check out those podcasts. We'll be back in Ju- in uh, July. And uh, until then, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Um, thanks to all the, the, the folks in chat. Uh, thanks for listening to those who just listen for free because uh, we still value your... Absolutely. Letting us in your ears. Uh, anyways, moving on. Let's, let's wrap it up. What a... What- you know, I thought I was awkward <laughs> with some of the ways that I say at the end of episodes. Until and next time. Until next time when we're back with season three, uh, I have been Ben. I have been Mike and probably will continue to be Mike. We'll see what I'm feeling when I come back in July. It's um, true. Welcome to Good Morning Greendale with Mike and Person X. Ooh, mysterious. S- mysterious, um, but yet sultry at the same time i'm gonna change my name legally to joel McHale just to really confuse everyone uh oh, that will be very confusing until then um thanks for listening and uh i wish you luck boy that sounds like you want to bone me and i don't i love mean it. you know when it's true i mean i'm <laughs> very bonable it's, uh, oh, I, a bit. I know this. 